Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. And I want to just preach really, really quickly. This is going to be the shortest message I've ever done. And uh, you know what? Hopefully you'll be blessed by this word, but the power of choice. And do you know what, church? This whole week, I didn't have a great week, but I made a choice this morning to get up and go, I'm going to bring the word today. I made a choice. I made a choice to move from that seat to here. And who knows that every day, every day we get up, we have to make a choice to either go, you know what, I'm going to take it on or I'm going to shrink back. And I am a confident woman. I am a determined woman. I know I'm a capable woman, but I'm a soft-hearted woman. And things take me out. Things get me down. Things discourage me. But I tell you what, my God is possible. Amen. Amen. And he's possible in all your circumstances too. And the power of choice. And I want to read in Joshua. I wasn't planning to cry, but I'm crying because I know that some of you will be blessed today. Amen. Amen. Joshua 24, 14 to 15. It says, Now therefore fear the Lord, serve him in serenity and in truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river and in Egypt. Serve the Lord, and it, and if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Am- Amorites in, those, in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. This is Joshua speaking. He could have made a decision not to, to serve the other gods, to be on the other side of the river. But he said, you know what? I know my God. And as it is for me and my family, my household, we will serve the Lord. And I tell you what, I want to welcome my parents-in-laws, uh, in Christian's mum and dad, Bill and you're here today. It's so nice. Finally, the boarding's open from uh, Sydney and they're able to come up. But you know what? There's nothing greater than a make that decision that you and your household will serve the Lord. There will be distractions that will come. There will be things that will present themselves to go, oh, that looks better. But you know what? There's nothing greater than the generations coming into the house of God to serve the Lord. Amen. And in the book of Leviticus and Deuteronomy, God begins to lay out his law and how the people were to worship him. And the end of it all, and the people had a choice. Just like we do every day, we have a choice. They had the ability to choose whether they were going to follow his instructions or whether they were going to ignore him. Now, how many times, come on, be honest with yourself, how many times do we ignore him? Yep, he's speaking, but we just, oh no, no. We make just a little subtle decision to ignore him. How many times we do that? And in the same way, we have a choice every day whether we're going to trust God and his ways or whether we're going to continue in our sin where we have grown comfortable. And I was thinking about that, the amount of believers that have become so comfortable, so comfortable in their sin, in their addiction, in their way of doing life. And this eight months for those people could have made them even more comfortable. But I want to challenge you today. I want to give you a little shake today. Is that okay? You know what? Are we going to open our ears and say, God, 
the instructions that you're giving me to live my life that are in the Word of God, am I going to be obedient to that or am I going to stay comfortable because this, this is easier than actually going, okay, God, I'm going to step out because sometimes it is uncomfortable. It hurts. It hurts. You know what? We all have sin. We all have stuff. But he wants to remove that and it might be a little bit uncomfortable. It's like we have a thorn in the side and to remove that, that thorn it's going to hurt to get out, but once it's out and the wound heals up, you feel a whole lot better. And it's like I see some of you have some stuff, some sin, some addiction, some things that are holding you, and he wants to come in. He wants to pull that out, and I tell you what, you will be free indeed. Amen? Amen. Amen. You know, uh, the beautiful um, Mother Teresa, she wrote uh, on a wall in a, in a children's home in India, and these were her words. People are often unreasonable, irritable and self-centred. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of selfish, altering motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful, you will win. Some unfaithful friends and some genuine enemies succeed anyway. If you are honest and sincere people, you May they may deceive you. Be honest and sincere anyway. What you spend years creating, others could destroy overnight, but create anyway. If you find happiness, some may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today will often be forgotten. Do good anyway. Give the best you have and it will never be enough. Give your best anyway. In the final analyst, it, uh, it, it, sorry, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. These inspiring words should remind us that we have choices to make about how we live. We can live with meaning and purpose. I love that. Make a choice anyway, despite. You know, every day we continue to have choices to make decisions that will either benefit or affect our now or how our future turns out. The choices we make will either be a ripple effect of blessing or of consequences. And I know I've had that in my own life. And in Deuteronomy 30, 19, it says, I love this. Today, I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might Live. Amen. I love that. You know what? We have a choice in our confession. Is your confession negative or positive? We have a choice in our planting. You know, so many people, like my, I know one of my dear friends uses, uses this analogy a lot. We're like, some people like pot plants. It's like we, we plant ourselves for a little while and then we get up and we move and we're here and then we move. I mean, that's just human nature, isn't it? We have a choice in our planting, where we put our roots down, where we are faithful in where God's called us to be. We have a choice in our mood. You know, I had a choice this morning to actually get out of the mood I was in to go, all right, God, I need to bring the word to my beautiful people today. Don't be down. Doesn't matter what's happened in the week. I had a choice to choose my mood. We have a choice with our priorities. We have a choice we can choose of the people we spend our time with. And I love in Proverbs 13, 20, it says, Wise friends make you wise, 
but you hurt yourselves by going around with fools. And I tell you what, all parents right here, if anything that you can pray for and encourage your children with is choose their friends wisely. And as we all know, we've had to take time, you know, to learn that. It comes with maturity. But who knows, when you hang around fools, you become a fool. It's like when you rub shoulders with certain people, those things rub off on you. When you're in certain environments, certain environments get on you. Choose your friends wisely. Do not hang around with with fools. Who's speaking into your world? What environments are you hanging in? Choose your language. In Ephesians 4.29, it says, don't use foul or abusive language. Eh? husbands and wives, let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. We have a choice every day to honour God with our choices. Amen? Amen. And, you know, I was thinking about the power of choice, which then flows into staying committed. And who knows, whenever we start something new, we step into something new and we do something for the first time. The excitement, the enthusiasm that we have when we do. It's like the honeymoon period. Remember when you got married, those that are married, and it's the honeymoon period. And then after a few months, that sort of just dwindles a little bit. And then you have a decision to make. You have a choice. I'm committed to this person for the rest of my life. Wow. And who knows if you've been married for a very long time, that can be challenged at times because you have a choice to make. That choice flows into I'm committed. It's like when you join a team, a sports team or whatever that team is, you you start out excited, enthusiastic, I'm all in, I'm pumped. And then after a few months, it's like, oh, the the honeymoon feelings, they're not there anymore. I'm not as excited. But you made a commitment to that team. You have to make a choice. I'm committed. It's like, uh, you know, with your job. Uh, When you first get your job, you're excited. It's, you know, you start your first business and then after a while it's like, wow, I'm not enjoying this anymore. But you have to make a choice. I'm committed for the long haul. It's like church life. Beautiful Casey Webb. She knows deep down, yeah, I do love church. I just, things had slipped right? I don't want to feel obligated. I want to get passionate again. I have a choice to make because I'm committed. I'm committed in building the house of God, you know, and it's so in our human nature. You know, these days people are like, well, I'm not feeling it anymore or, I'm, you know, my feelings have changed. I'm bored, so I'm going to look elsewhere. You know, the value of marriage, the value of commitment, the value of sticking things out is just not there anymore. But do you know what? We can change that and we can set an example to our children. It doesn't matter. I know we've all walked a journey and things happen. I'm not here to condemn it all. I'm here to say that we can make a decision to make good choices and stay committed and live by conviction. Amen. I was thinking uh, it was... Um, about a year ago, uh, Christian and I did a, a detox and he'd had, as you know, he had a double hip replacement. So it was something we wanted to do together, which was going to help his body just get over the major, major operation that he did. So we did it together and we got all organised and we were pumped. Never done a detox in my life, but it was six weeks of flipping hard work. Now, we started out like, yeah, this is going to be great. We're going to feel amazing. I got to day three, people. Day three. And if you know me, my weakness is chocolate. I, I, wasn't, 
I wasn't uh, worried about the coffee and other things that I know some of you would find really hard. Actually, he was allowed a coffee shot. So that wasn't fair, but that's okay. So day three, I'm sitting at, we'd had our dinner, one little portion of meat and one lot of green veggies and that was it, the tiniest little thing. But I tell you what, it was worth it. And I'm sitting there and I had had our meal and then I was allowed some strawberries, eight strawberries. So I cut them up and then I put a little bit of cinnamon on there. I'm sitting there and I was like, started to feel angry. And I'm like, why did we do this? And I was like, you know, not manifesting, but I felt, you know, my body was detoxing and all I wanted was chocolate. (laughs) And anyway, and I sat down, I thought you could either give up Liz because you've still got another six weeks ahead of you or you can stick at it. And I'll tell you what we did and it was the best thing we ever did. But do you know what I learned from that? Nothing's impossible. If we actually make a decision and commit to it, you can do it. You can do anything. And mostly it's this. It's mind over matter. God has given us this mind And when we're determined with his strength, all things are possible. So good. James 1, 5 to 6 says, I, if you need wisdom, ask your generous God. He's so generous and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith uh, is in God alone. Do not waver for a people with divided loyalty is as unsettling as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. You think about the ocean right now from the, the, the stormy weather we're having, the, you know, the waves are being tossed, the winds just blowing the ocean. And God wants us to not waver. We need to go to him and seek wisdom. Seek God for wisdom. Take courage and have faith. Let me finish with this. Life is about choices and the choices we make define who we are. Choose this day whom you will serve. Fall in love with Jesus again. Choose to do so. Choose to live and love like Jesus. Choose today to live life as fully as possible. But most importantly, choose wisely. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.